<laughs> that's cute people that's cute we're still strong from food content now to podcasts high five so much i don't think you guys even know it <laughs> hi everybody welcome to the very first episode i can't even tell you how excited i am honestly like the fact that i've been thinking about doing this and now just getting to the point of actually getting to record and to talk about what it is that i love to talk about and my experiences as well is just fantastic so what we are here is we are the blended family podcast and My name is Claire Karatu. I am in a blended family as well. I had two children and uh my now fiance husband came and joined us and we became a blended family. So for those who don't know what a blended family is, I can try and explain. Um because there's a lot of confusion when it comes to are we actually a blended family if we live with our cousins or if we do this and if we've raised my cousin. And so what comprises of a blended family is basically when two parents come together with either one of the parent having biological children or child or both parents having biological children and they come together and create one i guess nuclear or one family the reason i'm doing it is because one um i just feel like there needs to be more conversation when it comes to the blended family um unit and just some of the challenges that we deal with uh because let me tell you it is difficult it is difficult and it requires a lot of grace but also at the same time i've had plenty conversations with people who my friends big shout out all you wonderful people who sort of want to feel that they're not alone and so the essence of them talking to me about it is so that they can be able to find somebody who relates um to the situation that they're going through so i would like this podcast to be able to offer that to people who want to feel like they can be understood especially when it comes to the blended family dynamic so i have personally felt alone in my blended family journey because not only is it uh rare to find uh blended family mentors people who've walked in the shoes that we've walked in but it's also very rare to find people who are willing to talk about the difficulties so for me i've had a very difficult time when it comes to finding and building this community. So this is why I'm very excited about this. I think it's difficult for people to talk about blended family situations because some of the things that we go through if we were to tell people who don't understand, they would ask us to run for the hills. They would ask us what are you doing? What are you thinking? How can you put up with that? Uh because it's just it's just a lot. So I would understand why people wouldn't be willing to put themselves out there in that way. So an example of a blended family issue that if 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 spoken about is just insane dealing with an ex the fact that this person is actively involved in an aspect of your life is insane because when you're in a normal or nuclear or traditional relationship then what it is that you happens when you forget it what I mean when you break up with somebody is you just move on and you don't have to deal or your partner doesn't have to deal with your ex all the time i'm not saying they don't deal with them but they don't have to deal with them all the time but this is something that we have to sort of learn how to maneuver and so i think it's it is crazy some of the things that 
if blended families were to talk about that they have to deal with, they just wouldn't be understood. And this is just one of them. Let me give you an example of some of the things that I would say people in a normal setting take for granted. So for example, one of the things, and I'll just give from my, my experience, because of the fact that um, the biological parent of my children wants to be present, then I just simply have to allow that. And so what happens is you end up not raising your own children 100% of the time. So you have to separate the time that you get to spend. <laughs> you don't put that. I'm serious. <laughs> I've never really talked about it in front of people. So I'm a complete mess. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I have to make fun of myself because here I was thinking that I'm going to be so ready to talk about this, that I'm going to be so strong to talk about this, but turns out I'm not. No, it's, I hadn't really, I've never really had the conversation in this way when it's not a safe space. So I've had the conversation with my partner. So I've had the conversation with my mom, my dad, my mom in love. And I just don't think I was ready for this. But anyway, it also doesn't make it any better that we are now currently in the long holiday period. So what's happening is we have half the holidays. So the kids have been at their dad's for a month does not make it any better. The difficulty is not that they're at their father's. I think the difficulty is the fact, because it's it, he is also their parent, so he's deserving of their time. But I think the difficulty is the fact that you have to deal with the absence of your children. I guess why we are, or rather why I'm saying that it's so easily for natural or nuclear families to take, you know, such a thing for granted. And, and, and the question was some of the difficulties that we have to face where people would be like, no, that's not necessary. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the things we have to deal with. How it is that I got into a blended family is of course, um, this aspect of children. So I was in a relationship before where they were two children that came out of this relationship. And then I ended up separating with the person that I was with and then meeting the person that I'm currently with right now, who then joined this family unit and became a part of us. And that's how I ended up being in a blended family. So when I got the kids, I mean, my thoughts and dreams was just to have this family unit strive. Like 
I was going to not fall within the statistics of failed marriages or relationships. And so my ambition was for us to grow together, to get to be a united family. And yeah, I guess things don't always go how you plan. God's plans, right? So how we ended up separating is us coming to a conclusion that we are just not meant for each other. That is a subtle way of putting um, that. But no, there were certain things that were going on into in, in our relationship that were just not right. And so I will be able to talk about it maybe later on in the podcast. So stay tuned to find out how my journey was to getting to the point of realizing that, yeah, this is, this is just not it for me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was I ever afraid that I wouldn't find somebody? No. <laughs> like, and it's not, I'm not even trying to be cocky. I just really believed in love. Like I'm a sucker for love. And so for me, um, it wasn't really something that was in my head, but what was funny was Numerous moments when I was on the verge of leaving, I guess some of the, the comments that were thrown to me were, nobody's going to want you, you've got two children, you're damaged goods, you know, all that like I did hear, but for some reason it just didn't bother me. First, I'm asking if my eyes are red because I've been really holding back tears here. I didn't think that I wasn't not ready to talk about these things. I just didn't realize just how heavy some of them can be and it must be from my nature of sweeping things under the rug and moving on so um the court process Oof. i've been in court for six years six years yeah it should be six years for six years let me tell you guys, have you ever had <laughs> a lawyer or a magistrate move your file aside because of how big it is? Like they don't want to deal with that case. That was, that was us. That was us. And basically I was taken to court for custody because it, it can get very ugly during that divorce period, separation period. And so... I think both parties aren't in a very healthy mental space. And so decisions, um, conversations uh, that are made during that period can be interesting. But nonetheless, um, the court process, I would advise every, anybody, if you can take it through mediation rather than going through the court process and just do that, unless it's only like really, really, really necessary because I know the cases where I've had my friends call me and be like, hey, Claire, should I take this guy to court? Like he's doing absolutely nothing. And I keep trying to ask him, like, have you had conversations? Have you put together something? But it's, it's really difficult to make somebody parent their child. It's, it's extremely difficult. And that's just why the court system comes into play. Um, and of course, for other reasons as well. But for me, it's been draining it's been a waste of time and money. Um, not really, because there is there has been some good outcomes from it, especially because of just how much work our lawyer put into it. So there has been some good outcome to it. But at the same time, I think that it, it is emotionally draining and you just need to be able to prepare yourself completely. It is emotionally draining because, yo, I mean, not only are you 
finding it absolutely hilarious that you're fighting for your children. Like never in my wildest dreams would I ever think that I would be in a position where I'm fighting for my, my birthed, like the kids that I birthed, that I would be fighting for them. And I'm sure neither did their father. But at the same time, um, the amount of dirt <laughs> you have to dig deep to be able to prove something to the courts is, is just, it's ridiculous. It takes a lot from you because you're constantly fighting. You're constantly in battle. Do you understand what that means? Like, have you ever, there's a time even, um, there's a friend of mine, Wanza, she was staying over and I was from court that day. And I remember just going home and just crying and she was just like, so she, she tried to make it funny. She told me when I cried, my nose, my nose swells up. So then she started imitating my crying and it became like a funny moment from then on. But honestly, in that moment, had she not done that, just the weight of everything just sort of just like wah, fell on me. So it's a lot. I would, I would, I would suggest just trying to figure things out if it's possible by ways of mentorship, your parents intervening, or just trying to put the kids first and, and looking out for their best interest before anything else. So other things that needed to happen for me to be in a space to welcome a new relationship? Yeah, of course. Healing, um, spending time with God, spending time with my kids. Um, those are the things that, that did happen um, before being ready to just accommodate a new relationship. What is it like dating as a single mom of two? I mean, one is enough. <laughs> Okay, one is enough. But the moment they hear two, it's like two, which made me think, you know, was he was he right when he said that you've got two, not just one, you've got two. But no, it's not the case. I have an auntie who had three children um, who got married or who moved on or who found love. But for me, what what is it like? Um, I think I've been privileged enough for the people that I've dated to understand the fact that I do have two children and that's from the beginning and be able to move past that to, you know, like the second date or the third date. Um, so I've had a good row of, 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 I guess, gentlemen that were willing to be able to see, overlook that. If you're willing to be able to open yourself up to a new relationship, then that just comes with the blended family aspect. I mean, I didn't expect that I'd be playing around going on dates and then, oh, sorry, oh, you're getting too serious. Goodbye, sir. No, I had imagined that we would eventually get to the point of being in a, in a blended family. So I didn't know just how difficult things would be, but my heart was open to learning and understanding. Did I have any fears about acceptance from the other family once I get I got into the relationship? Yes, of course. I'm coming in with two children. Anybody would have fears. But you know the funny thing? Oh, God bless her. Is my mom in love. Actually, the first time, and this is something that I can't wait to have her on this show. Like, I cannot wait to have her on this show. Just to ask her, what were you thinking? <laughs> but one thing that she did make clear, I guess when my partner called her and she was told that he was dating somebody with two children, the first thing that came out of her mouth is, I am so proud that I raised a man who sees beyond 
the normal societal what did she say alisa manini tena just that the like she said i want to get the words right just to give it that oomph of just how special this person is because for you as a stepmom you have a son and the son calls you and says i have a girl who has two kids and i love her and i want to be with her and for that to be your first reaction insane and so for me that did give she did give me a space that made me feel loved and so this is somebody else i can cry for let me tell you if it's not just the children this is somebody else i can cry for because she created such a loving environment for me for the kids for my family that made it so much easier to be able to deal with anything else that any other person had an opinion of in the family my fears were i'm not going to be accepted my fears were my kids are not going to be accepted my fears were oh my gosh what does family gatherings look like with us as the outsiders how does that look but my partner's family i guess it's just been amazing whatever interactions that the kids would have with now my partner's family I I just saw them as normal interactions because of how it felt like home because of how special um my mom in love made made us feel what are some of the difficult things that my kids have had to face because of being in this situation especially from their peers I think that there's a lot of things that they've had to deal with um I've had lots of conversations with them I've had um lots of sit downs with them but what makes it easier from what i gather in the conversations that i've had with them is that it's not an uncommon thing this blended family or this family structure or the divorced families it's unfortunately not an uncommon thing so they're able to relate with a lot of people however i have mentioned this in one of the podcasts that i did actually um maybe some weeks back is that they do get asked where is your father why did your mother leave your father why eh, why do you not live in this house but live in this house why are you away for a month why are you away for two weeks and so because of the conversations that we've had with them and i can say this with so much pride because i talk to my kids so much is it makes it easier for them to sort of be able to answer those questions so one way that i've seen some of the difficulties manifesting is there's an incident so my firstborn is a complete empath I I I can't even explain just how calm sometimes she can be and just how nice she is in terms of caring for other people's feelings. And so they had an altercation with a friend. I won't say from where. And what happened was this person ended up telling her to her face which I don't even know why it offended her but I think it was because of the back and forth that they'd been having before and one of the statements that that boy ended up saying is well your dad or something left your mom because of such and such and such a thing i don't know it was along something along those lines my second born on the other hand she has a fighting spirit and i and i love it for her so when she got asked why she has two dads she said i have three i have my dad my stepdad and i have god 
And so it was beautiful to watch because of the fact that we've had those conversations before. What do I think my kids lack because of the ble- Okay, so let me just say this also, by the way, um, where we're at is called Leshua House One, which is on Othaya Road. And this is just an example of the studios that they will be offering. So they allowed us to use their space. Um, however, it is under construction and therefore you will be hearing a lot of noises of drillings and things being thumped around because they're still building the apartments to sell. Um, they're very pretty. The one we're in currently is a two bedroom house. This is a setup that they put together to be able to showcase their house in their showroom. And yeah, you should check them out. Okay, first of all, all of a sudden it just got cold. What is happening in Nairobi? You know, can I just say something? First of all, I've just eaten. Can you tell the difference? <laughs> not only do I have energy, I'm not teary anymore. No, it's also because I took some time to sort of just like usa. Um, I didn't think it was going to be this difficult. I honestly think that I have dealt with it and um, and I have. It's just sitting here and sharing. Now there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, six people in front of me is, yeah, I added an extra person, didn't I? You see, it's five. <sighs> there were seven before. Huh? The Holy Spirit. You see what I see what you did there. Uh, no, I knew I wasn't wrong. I knew there were six people in here. Because we're more than one are gathered together. The Lord is there with you. But um, I do feel a lot better because of eating. But I was being asked, um, what are some of the challenges that you do face as a blended family that you feel like some of the things are exaggerated? Yeah. yeah? And um, would you like me to answer from the aspect of the challenge itself? Or my, so can I give an example of, okay. So we've been um, through most of the challenging situations of it being exaggerated. And when I say it being exaggerated, it's a situation being exaggerated because of the state of your family or the dynamic of your family. Um, when it came to something like discipline, which we will talk a lot about in a probably a previous episode, um, some of the challenges that we face as a blended family and I faced as a blended family is because of the fact that I'm overprotective over my children, then my instinct is to either stop the disciplining process that my partner has or interject or question um, his methods, which can then be demeaning to his um, mode of parenting, which is not the best way to go about it. But because of the fact that our dynamic is different from a nuclear family, then that just makes the whole situation completely exaggerated and even more difficult. Because in a nuclear family, when you're disciplining, as much as, yes, you do have different disciplining um, tactics and ways, it's not as heavy and as difficult to maneuver. So I just wanted to give you a general feel of what it is that I've I guess, had to go through. And of course, how I ended up being in a blended family and my experience. Um, and so I want to just add, I guess I can just sit up because I want to add some of the misconceptions that um, are had or misconceptions that people have when it comes to blended families and just the reality. And of course, explain some of the dynamics and different types of blended families. Right, I'm going to go through some of the types of... Uh, Blended families for you just to be able to sort of understand fully what it is that 
it takes to be called or to be labeled a blended family or a step family for that matter, because that's also what it's called. We have the nuclear family merge, which is basically two nuclear families coming together. Each parent brings their biological children into the new family structure, forming a step family. That's the nuclear family merge. Then we have the single parent, which um, with, ch- uh, with children meets childless parent now which is my case which is in a dynamic where one partner has children from a previous relationship and the other partner does not have children uh, this childless partner becomes a step parent there's a community that's being uh, put together by the Nairobi chapel and what they're doing is they are trying to discuss some of the family issues that we go through as blended families. Now, we did have our first one, and I got to meet this lovely lady called Dinda, Dindi, who you will be meeting actually on this podcast very soon. Dindi, I'm going to hold you up on that. You said you're going to come. Uh, but one of the things that I did learn from her and that was I was uh, lucky enough to learn from her is that she doesn't call step-parents, step-parents. She calls them bonus parents or bonus children, which I think is something that we need to begin to introduce to this blended community because it's, I feel like it's such a better word to be able to call. Like, yes, it is a step-parent, but it is also a bonus parent. Um, and so that's that's basically what my dynamic is, which is a single parent with children meets childless partner and then we have both parents having children so both parents having children and then coming together and then becoming a blended family where the step sisters and brothers and then the stepmother and stepfather and then we have the blended with biological children together so this dynamic is basically what would happen if 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 my partner and I decided that we're going to have more children. So then we'd have the children that were from my previous relationship and then the children that would be in this relationship as well. Now, the blended family is the one of the most beautiful and I don't even know how to explain it because the lessons that you learn in terms of endurance, and yes, we do go through a lot. Just imagine what it is that you go through in a normal marriage, in a nuclear family, now multiplied times 10 because of the difficult um, situations that we have to do. For example, co-parenting, for um, example, trying to find... um, a bond between this bonus parent and the child. There's a lot of things that we need to navigate as a blended family that um, can tend to be difficult, but I don't think it's anything to be shied away. I'm going to be saying the misconceptions and the realities of what people think about blended families. So one of the misconceptions about blended families is that blended families operate the same way as nuclear families, the reality. The blended family dynamic has its own unique challenges. And so it cannot in any shape, way or form operate the same way that a nuclear family operates, even when it has to be dealing with the same issues. It's just not possible. A misconception that people have about blended families is that blended families like mix perfectly and instantly. Blending takes time because of the fact that you're bringing completely different characters and trying to make them one family. So there's a lot of things that I've learned in my journey of blending is that you have to completely learn not just your way of doing things, but your new partner's way of doing things in my case, and my, ch- my children's way of responding to how this new par- person coming into our life deals with things and vice versa for, for my partner as well, who also has to understand our way of doing things in terms of how we did it, how I raised my children and sort of be able to incorporate both for example, parenting styles or um, 
just a whole bunch of stuff. So there is absolutely no way that it can be instant. It will take a lot of time and a lot of effort. So patience is definitely required. A misconception is that step parents will automatically love their stepchildren. Now, I know this may be difficult for some people to hear, but that's a misconception. So the reality is that it will take time and building a bond with the child. And for example, in the case where there's two parents coming with both coming with children, then you will tend to find that some step parents find it taking longer to love their stepchild, especially when they come into the family with their own biological child. So the reality is that it's, it's going to take time. And I think also for the kids as well, you can't expect that immediately they're also just going to have the strong bond and they're just going to be together. So these things take time. That's a reality. A misconception that people usually have is that my kids are fine. I mean, they love my partner. And so they're just easily going to adapt. That's not true. It takes time for anybody to adapt to change. And so I feel like it's necessary to be able to walk through your children, um, walk with your children through this journey of just trying to adapt to the changes of what's happening in their lives. A misconception that I think some blended families may tend to have is that exes should be cut off communication completely. The reality is that, unfortunately, this person is the biological parent of your stepchild or this person is the parent. So there is going to be certain communication that's necessary. If this said um, biological parent is willing to be part of this child's life or is present, then there is going to require, a, I mean, there is, I mean, you're going to require some communication. We're going to be talking a whole lot more on blended families, the dynamics, the issues, the challenges. I would love to hear from you. What is some of your um, blended family dynamics? Please let me know. You can send us a message. I would love to see some of your stories. And of course, if um, if you, there's a specific topic you'd like us to talk about, then just let us know about um, about that as well, because we have a couple of episodes lined up for you. And I know that there's so much that can be talked about when it comes to being in a blended family situation. So thanks for watching. Um, this has been interesting to do because I did not in my wildest imagination think that I would get to the point of breaking down. Cause not, yeah, like I've dealt with this for so many years. Um, uh, but thank you for watching until this far. And we do hope that you subscribe and that you like and that you share. And let's just continue to build this community of blended families. Bye. Thank you. Guys, thank you. I love this so much. I don't think you guys even know it. <laughs> <laughs>